0: Welcome to the Colton and Joe Show, episode one hundred and four, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> so it's it's been a little bit. For as per usual, as keep starting the same. The episode's off the same exact way because our episode schedule has been quite wonky to say the least. But at least for me, today is as of eleven o'clock. I am a free man. I have no more high yeah. school. I cannot care less about how late I stay up or about free man as of ten o'clock. Let's go. We are both free men. We are uh, completely. We are we are free men. That's what I, that's what I just said and it's, it's also awesome feeling. I feel a burden lifted off my off of my shoulders. Um, I don't have to. It's, it's good though. The, the last few weeks of school have been rough, and I've been super tired. I'm just kind of burnt out from it all, um, and that's made it tough to record episodes because it's Monday and Friday. Well, Mondays are tough because it's like the first way back after the first day back after the weekend, and for some reason we recorded some Monday episodes, but it's still it's still tough. It's just and the Fridays are always tough because it's the end of the week. Um, I didn't really do anything in school this week, to be completely honest. We didn't do much other than just like watch movies and like play around which is fine so i'm actually not that tired it's currently 11 o'clock um and we have a mega episode but the moral of what i was saying was that the episode should be coming out on a more consistent base yeah the ideas the off-season ideas are coming i had an, I had an idea for a series i think i marked it down but i can't remember right now it was actually like a good idea but we, we we mentioned at least one episode pre-episode um a couple ideas so we should have some fun episodes some fun off-season episodes some things you guys can chime in on hopefully on the instagram or at, as a Always you can know, always leave a voice message. If you guys left a voice message, we haven't seen them. Uh, we don't know how to find them if he's actually someone. I'm pretty sure I would know though. I think I'd get notified in some way if I got a voice message. Um, yeah, yeah. so th- this is a mega episode. So it's been a while. There's not actually that much news. So normally the mega episodes are the news episode. This is our mega draft grade episode. Um, we're gonna go through all the rest of the team's left, everything from the AFC, the last two divisions, being in the West and the whole way through the NFC. So this is a necessary evil because. Because the draft is so, was so far away at this point that people kind of don't care about it that much anymore. If you guys are big draft people and you can have a lot of fun in this episode, I urge you to listen to the whole episode. But honestly, I'm not going to blame you. If a few divisions in, you don't want to hear about it anymore because, uh, you know, it, it was a while ago. You guys probably created draft grades of your own. You already heard other people's opinions. You know, <clears throat> the draft happened a while ago and the schedules just got in the way. But this is a necessary evil so we can move on to new, fresh off-season content, talk about all the rumors, maybe in more. Uh, detail the Aaron Rogers and stuff we um uh, Jones situation. That in that's not the series idea. But you know, those are the things that everyone's interested in right now. Everyone wants to know uh, where Julio is going to get traded. Everyone wants to know where uh, A Rod's going to get moved to or whatever. If they do, obviously nothing is confirmed. But that you know, that's what the rumors are right now, and it's, it's hard to talk to that. We have so much left from the draft just because we're normal kids and we have stuff to get in the way of our of our podcast. You know, well, I wish we could just I wish we could just sit here all day. And know, uh, yeah, that's that's sarcastic. <laughs> um, with that, that, though, we have to I have to ask you how's how's the summer league going? How's how's the soccer? I'm not the soccer. How's the basketball? Um, it's. Going, it's
1: definitely going. Yeah, um, played, I played five games. i only won one. More. Um, it's rough going out there. But I play, play a lot of games, a couple different. So playing like four, three, four, five games a week. Um, it gets kind of tiring sometimes. I got a camp coming up tomorrow morning in the house at like 7 a.m. I'll be there all day. Grove City is like two hours away from me, so it's gonna be a long day tomorrow. I'll be very tired coming home, but um, be interesting. But I've been chilling out, watching the how it is. My the t- favorite team, um, besides besides the balls. Miami Heat. And the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs got to by the box I was other side going. But the Phoenix Suns came out last night, and won the series versus Lake. LeBron James first time ever losing in the first round at the hands of Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Phoenix Suns. It, it was a very good series. Very good series. Look forward to watching it again. NBA playoffs, very fun. A plus plus. Um yeah, it's been vibing out.
0: So uh, what what are you up to for the couple past couple days, Yeah, um honestly not a whole lot. It's just been just been gearing for the summer, you know, um that sort of thing's kinda of, you know making up school work and whatever just making sure everything's good for the end of the year yeah you know, it definitely a little bit of nba playoffs not as much as you but it's been it's been good i was i was excited to see lebron get out i actually i really want to try and watch that game because i wanted to see if lebron was going to lose but honestly he deserved to lose i see all, i still saw the clips of him disappointed walking down the court like walking down yeah, the court
1: leaving, he wasn't leaving even stuff. trying and the they were losing he just quit there in the fourth
0: quarter he wasn't trying it was Sorry, it was disappointing good. But I, is that I was
1: very happy to serve
0: it. You uh Le, you LeBron fans out there, you uh all you guys out there that like LeBron and think he's the GOAT. How do you think that looks? <laughs>
1: Not good. It's not, not like really good. good. It is not. But, man gave up good. halfway through. God or down, I was very happy. I watched the first like quarters of that game, but it was so late. It started thirty nine for us on the coast. So I was out like a light by the time so I you know. I didn't really know what was going on too much. Yeah. So I just uh, I I took a little I I dozed off. Cup check or, and I was very happy. There. Very happy to see the the Suns take the W. So good day. Good day. the only playoff, the only first round series, still Dallas. Uh, the Clippers, which is going on right now. It's a very it's a close game. Uh, last time. Myself. So, uh it's going well, mm-hmm. going well. We'll see. Maverick's clean series tonight. Clippers could take it to seven. Yeah, for sure, good series. But um I Mega to so get into it. But we got a small, a small bit in three different things. Uh the first one, probably the big yeah, the biggest we have. Um the NFL's all scorer, Adam Vinatieri retiring the NFL at 24. Um, in my opinion, like the greatest kicker of all time. Um, notably uh New England Patriot Indianapolis Colt. Um he uh he hit the game winning field goal in the, one of the Patriots Super Bowls, just been so consistent over the past couple of years he's, or not the past couple over his career the past couple of years jake he, um, he didn't play last year we um, go chip place as we all his, it's been well done he's like 70. he's very very old um 24- year NFL bet all-time forward in my opinion the greatest kicker of all time terry legendary career um a great we wish him the best for sure yeah i
0: completely concur yeah his last few years have been less than uh less than his prime to say the least 20, but like, you forty-six years i yeah, uh, understand this man, this man is like as old as my dad no he's not actually but like you know he's an old he's older old than guy. my parents older okay. could be my father he, he, he could be he could be my dad well,
1: just thing. That. Maybe, maybe that does maybe that's my question or our uh take or whatever question or i don't even know what i'm trying to say question or liability maybe we should maybe they shouldn't be with two kids or that young to am going their dad but hey it's whatever it's whatever it it's but we, we wish we wish Adam. Yeah, Vin- the option. next piece the texans are signing running back rex burkhead they're already looking. Loaded roster former Patriot for the past couple of seasons. So now Rex Burkhead, David John, Duke John, Phillips. Oh no, not Duke more. It's Rex Burkhead, David Johns, Phillips, Mark all on one back room. That seems weird to me. Um, all four guys should carry. Like, they can't all get carried. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, uh, if I'm Houston, I make Lynn back young. And by the time that team actually becomes something, Lindsay could still be there. Um, but like, it's like, they're all, they're all slight above that subpar running back. I have four of them. I, I. I really understand the motives there but yeah hey,
0: you do you Houston. you're a mediocre mediocre I team think, do it you think it's going to get fans in the dorms up money i don't even know what's going on i think they're gearing up for having to have tyra taylor or the Red quarterback uh play Steve smell yeah i think they're gearing up for a star QB-less year without deshaun watson and they're just getting as many running yeah, backs
1: so like four
0: running backs yeah i don't know it's weird. And there's like Todd Gurley's on word still but you go with those guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I
1: remember like a couple like a month ago Todd Gurley like about like how he's about to Yeah. And then like I he, remember... just he just didn't sign. He's not, he tweeted something I was like glory to God about to get and then he's never signed.
0: It. So I don't know what the heck that was about. Todd Gurley's using man sometimes but heck. I remember that uh-huh. because he was like in Pittsburgh and when he said that but like then he didn't get signed. So that was everyone was like oh what? I feel like I remember that but maybe um maybe I'm just
1: tripping. Yeah on. I didn't really I didn't dude
0: I did see a bunch about his weights. He's like, Oh, Todd Gurley's finally signed a So I don't know what happened, right? Maybe he, Todd he was away from his home. I don't, I don't He might have knocked for a guy. But anyway, yeah. that was that was a while ago. Um either way, you're right. I think right now the team most likely to sign him is probably the uh Lions, which is tough because he's gonna get eaten alive. But um yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't even, I'm sure he'll get signed. Probably not as a starter, but Diamie mean, should a starter at this point. He was like he's so awful last, you know what I mean? Like he was so good a couple of years ago with the arthritis, just really got he was like one of it's the worst nice. running backs turned yards nice for K. Exploring. Like he's just not the same. He's not the same Todd Girl. He could be a good mentor. You come in and get a veteran guy, get some solid backup, ground and pound type of guy. But like I won't you know, I wish I was the work, the workhorse back by so, um, yeah. but one more thing. Last time we reported last episode about or I the last episode we have to go here. We uh, anyway, we, we reported previously that Dallas year off to Layton Vayner Ash. Um, reportedly just have been calling them about a passare or Dallas and on trash, and they're not interested in on from Layton ynersh moving Layton vayneres I'll say this season um so there's a chance obviously that he's just la free agent, but as of now they're not they're not interested in release so he will remain with the Cowboys for the um for at least partially I, mean, I can't say anything about a, a mid-season trade but as of now they're not looking late so they're just gonna roll with Lane vayner Jalen Smith and Micah Pars, I guess um at least for early season I would personally somebody if I was the Cowboys trade Lane vayneres I just think in a nutshell the worst linebacker of the three and uh, he can still get you some value as a guy that I'd rather get value out of. Then you know, let him rot on the bench, but um, from our one episode, I'm not the big fan, uh, <laughs> Lane Vanderash, as you know, as as we as has been well documented,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's like terribly. The thing he's just so in like, he's under so off, it's tough to really like. I don't know why you're holding on to him, probably going to be out for like six weeks this year anyway, but maybe they have they draft him in the first round, so they probably have faith in him, but. I guess on to this which division which division do you think we're starting? This is I hate to be so abrupt. We all right we gotta start in the, in the mega AFC. episode.
1: We got two we have two divisions left AF and the entire NF to get through. It. So that's twenty fourteen. We're we're we 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 got to grind We're on this grind tonight. I think we're definitely starting off AF. I'm I'm feeling the A's
0: Me too. That was what I was gonna say. So do you wanna go like four teams at once or do you want to go through like 24 teams one at a time. Just go for it. It's mega episode a, time. Super chat, yeah. grind time. <laughs> yes, sir. Alright. Um, I'll still start with the great team, the New England Patriots. So they took Mac Jones 15th overall, and they took Christian Barrymore uh, in the second round, 38. And then later in the third round, they took Ronnie Perkins. We're not going to go through every single pick, because that would be awful. Um, <clears throat> so overall, I give him a B minus of the draft. Mac Jones can fit within the system, and I don't like Mac Jones. I came out, I said he's probably, honestly, if I had to make my own quarterback reward i probably have him around quarterback like five or six i i think mac jones is gonna be bad but that being said you can make it work you're the best coach in nfl Um, maybe that's a bold saying that but I I trust the Patriots and their coaching staff. We have a solid group around them. I'm sticking with that. That B minus. Christian Barrymore is well. My phone is um, Chris Barrymore, uh Fills the need to an extent. And honestly, the the third guy I mentioned, I didn't really know that much about. I'm like, come on, I. <laughs> I'm Ron. Ronnie. Yeah. So under the under the Jets, I guess the Jets had the high round pick. So, oh, I lost. Rocking so, rocking. What's an
1: episode of this show without some technical difficulties?
0: Yeah, we're rocking a little bit of a of a, uh, a different setup because
1: we both got to be honest. Setup, not gonna lie. At least I think you do. I don't, I don't, I can't see your setup. Mine's a little ghetto. I I returned my school Chromebook the other day. That's what I usually have all my stuff pulled up on, and then my like home kind of bummed out on. So I got, I just got it pulled up on my phone, and it's just, it's a little bit ghetto, but all right, I'm there.
0: So Jet, so Jets, they obviously took Zach Wilson number three, number two overall, and they then they traded up for Elijah Ver Tucker Uh, earlier in the first round. They took Elijah Moore in the second round, and uh, Michael Carter. Carter, Okay, that was in the fourth round, so I don't need to say that. But
1: <clears throat> There are two, Mike. they didn't know they
0: drafted. Did you know that? I had it marked down. Yes, I did. Michael Carter from Duke, a safety, and then Michael Carter, the running back from Carolina. <laughs> All right. Um, that interesting. So that is interesting. So Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson is probably quarterback two or three. They took him in the third pick. So I think that's a good. I mean, they took him with the second pick. So I'm fine with that. Um, Zach Wilson is going to be going to be good. I mean, the whole point was that I didn't really think they needed to take a quarterback when you have Sam Darnold. You invested a lot in him. The potential is always there. Um, but I get the I get why they've done. I get why you want to get on from the Darnold there and get a new face, like get a new coach and create the new, you know, culture there, as they say. <clears throat> and then they traded up for Elijah. Very Tucker, um, which was a pretty good move. Elijah Vera Tucker's was probably the best interior offensive lineman in the giraffe, as many would say. Um, so I get I gave him a good good grade. Uh, I keep hitting the down arrow and then it shoots me all the way down to the whole entire bottom of the dock, and uh so I, that's a bad habit. Yeah. I'm, down there. I'm just gonna
1: say I won't tell you what the grade is, but when we get to the Jets, my grade
0: jet's very good. Yeah, I had A minus. So um they had they had a great draft. They've added talent the whole way through, they drafted Jason Pinnock from Pitt. um, and just over Overall, I, I like their picks. To be fair, um, I'm not going to go too much depth, but as the draft went through and through, I liked it. So I don't want to waste too much time. Considering I spent like six hours on that, having the whole way down to the bottom. So now we go into the Bills. Bills took Gregory Rousseau in the first round, 30th overall. Then Carlos Basham Jr., Wick Forrest, Deanne there, and then Spencer Brown, in the offensive tackle, in the third round. The t- tiles took Demar Hamlin. Gonna be a star. Gonna be a starter in a year and a half. I'm calling it now. Um, I gave an A minus Gregory Rousseau at 30. He was a good pick. Um, I think Greg Russo at 30 is a steal because, I, I mean, honestly, I, I think I had a mock at like 20, so you got a good... Yeah, I definitely
1: had. I think I had a mock at 22 to wear the Jet original, not mistake. Yeah. Or maybe that was twelve.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, Russo fell quite a while, um, and I'm not really sure why. I think it was I think there were some rumors about some uh, injuries or whatever that scared some teams off. But overall, you know, you got a good solid player there, um, play along Matt Milano, and that's the whole thing with them. The edge rushing is not good. It was not good this year. They had they brought him back Matt Milano, which wasn't expected. Now it's a pretty good combination there with Gregor Russo and them. Um, I kind of wanted the running back pick there. They didn't. We didn't get that. But then they they doubled down. I don't blame it. I mean. I, don't, I wouldn't first run in Buffalo. No, yeah, Three I mean, either I know I I that's what I thought. I, had, I mocked Ian to the Bills because I didn't think, I had no team, I did not think any team was going to take him until then. But the Jags went out there and, you know, did some crazy stuff. Um, but they, they really, then they doubled, they doubled down on their, their pass rushing. They did this the whole way through. They doubled down on offensive linemen and an um, offensive picks down in the later rounds and in secondary. So they did that. They pretty much took like position, which I think is a good strategy. When you're in the, the Bills position, you have a really good team. Um, then you can just take the two players that you like there and you know it's double the chances because you have such small needs I we think have it's such small like I think it's
1: good in positions like Edge rusher where you have to have multiple on the field, but I don't remember yes. I can't I place what my finger on what was, but there was a team that um we'll get to them later, uh, I mean, but there was a team that I, I had today that like drafted running back and that just seemed odd. They weren't like consecutive or anything. It, was just, it just seemed weird. You drafted a running back in like third round or third or fourth, and then one of the seven. it was just like why? Why
0: two? I didn't get it. Maybe maybe you draft us you draft your starting running back and then you draft a depth running back. But either way, that is weird. That doesn't ring a bell. But I had to do like way more than I had like way less of my draft grades done. Um, so I kind of sped through them. So I do apologize. My grades aren't terribly polished. But I'm taking forever to do this. I, I'm sorry, cool. And I'm taking forever to do my grade. I gave the Bills an A minus. I thought their grade was good. I mean, I thought the draft was good. They made solid picks. They uh, they drafted their needs well. and and I liked the DeMar Hamlin pick a lot, obviously, as a Pitt fan. He interacted with one of my posts one time. So anything DeMar Hamlin, I'm all for. I subscribe to z <laughs> Um Snow, Raleigh, Jalen Waddle in the first round. Um, then they took Jalen Phillips, the DN for Miami, in the second round. And then later in the second round, they took Jibben Holland, the yeah, state. And then so, um, they took a lot of offensive players, tackles, tight end, and uh, running back as their last pick. I gave him an A. I give an A. A lot of I think this was a good draft. I think Jalen Phillips was a steal in the second round. Jalen Phillips Jay- is, is like, in the first. an 18th pick. You're right. I, I marked. That, okay, I marked it down wrong. I have two, four. I copied and pasted it from the NFL website, and it was written down weird. You're right. He was a first round pick. Either way, Jalen Phillips is a, is a good fit there. Jalen Phillips is a great player. Um, and then Javon Holland. I don't know much about him. Um, but I, I you know, I can assume the draft grades I saw on him looked good. People liked to pick Javon Holland's. Uh, in the second round, so, um, so I give him an A grade. I think I'd rather have I'd rather have the Monty Smith, to be completely honest. But the difference between the two guys and reality in the pros, the scouts love love them both. Um, the Jags actually like had him have the same draft grade as like Trevor Lawrence or something. Somehow the draft thing got, lacked, got leaked. So um, either way, you know, people like him. People think he's speedy, speedy, speedy guy. And then I like Jalen Phillips. So uh, that's that's my grades. Uh, Patriots had uh, Patriots had a B minus. Jets had an A minus, Bills had an A, and uh, the Dolphins had an A. Okay, I don't know if I said that wrong. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out this. I need to zoom this out a little bit because I can't see any. I have to scroll for every single little thing to see.
1: So. On to my AFC grade. Um, I'll just get from top to bottom. Best team to worst. Buffalo Bill. Start off. Um, Gregory Rosau. Edge rusher first. Uh, Carlos Boogie Basham. Second, another edge rusher. Like you said, doubling down. And then they double down on the linemen. Spencer Brown. Tommy Doyle. They got Marque- Marquez. Uh, who I'm a li- I'm pretty high on. Uh, wide receiver Houston. Houston. A bit of a steal there. Um, but Rosau is a guy. Come in. Everybody had Rosau like number one ed class. And then like as time went on, he just fell further and further to the point where like... So over under of like where he would land got to like 31.5 and it was like it's even going to be a first round pick um, but he got there he fell to buff back left led none of the top running left they took uh, Rosau good um, they gave Matt Milano a big contract in the off the edge rusher but really Milano and Jerry Hughes haven't really been producing uh, many sack, QB pressures they're they're not real edge more rusher the back hybrid type players but Rosau's deathful edge rusher as Boogie Bash two players that will probably come in and get a lot of start um, Spencer Brown and Tommy Doyle or players that will death field a season offensive tackle. I like this draft. I gave it, you know, it wasn't anything amazing. I don't think they guided players or anything that wowed me particularly. It just felt... You didn't like the <laughs> Doar Hamlet pick? Phil's <laughs> in backup state. <laughs> I'm not as high on the pick, guys, as you. I'm not a Pitt, Pitt fan. I did send my essay today. I will say that. I got five side my score. Sent it. WVU, Pitt, Penn State, um... <laughs> sent it to, I think I sent it to UCLA because, um, and I sent it to Harvard. It's like, why not? Yeah, Why not to Harvard? There's no uh, reason. I I
0: Maybe they'll accept you. Will you go to Harvard if they
1: accept you? No. <laughs> well, so I'm I get to go to so I, I don't even care. I just want to be able to say, if Harvard accepts me, I'll walk around my whole life buddy. that I got But I'm not drowning student loans at Harvard just so I could say I went there. That's a good idea. That's smart, thank you. I don't care that much, but, um, yeah, B for Buffalo. Um, Miami. I think Miami had a great draft, sure. They got, they got Jalen Waddle pick. Uh, pick. They took Jalen Waddle, receiver from Alabama, and I'm with you um, thinking that Devontae Smith is the second best receiver in this class after Jamar Chase. Um, obviously, I kind of understand where they're coming from. with you know There's some size concerns with Devontae Smith. I'm a Devontae Smith believer based on what we talk about. You have Devonte Lever; He's got it all. The highest, SE, all receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. Um, and the thing with Waddle, I look at it, a lot of had Waddle rated higher on board fair, But like a Dolphins like, like a team didn't need Jalen Waddle. Like, I feel like Jalen Waddle very simple, player star. And I get the Wolf-Ribber contract. Uh, Wolf-Ribber may be out after, but still you have, like, a bigger down-the-field target Parker. Why do you not... I, I feel like Devontae Smith is somebody to bring into that team, and he provides you something from a receiving standpoint that you don't already have, but that's... They get a response. So, you know, they got in the top class. I mean, obviously, it was a need for them, whether I think it was the right pick or not. um, Then they went into... The pick that I... One of my favorite, Jack Jalen up the 18th pick, Drusher out of Miami. Um, For... I he, I have a Drusher. Uh, I, I didn't predict a good one. Thought. Injury concerns for him would kind of derail his, his draft stock because he had major um, he's really one like an amazing prospect from an edge rusher, but he had a lot of he was four he would actually, uh, Ridge was act a at ULA, but concussions got so bad that they forced to like medically retire football and he had to transfer to Miami to go play again, which is where he wasn't at at the time of the draft. And drafted I think the best class, it would be healthy. Um at Miami. Any team could use another edge rusher. You know, I'm a big Ogba guy, Bob, best player available, and Phillips. Javon Holland, um, I like that. probably so second best safety on the board. Um, he, Trevon Merrig was my number one safe. Fell down to to Vegas, who traded off for him because health concerns there for him. But they got the second best safety in opinion out of Oregon, other, Liam Eikenberg, the tackle, man. good pick. Obviously, they need all the offense line to get anywhere, but my particularly struggling, uh, in the offensive line department. Eikenberg, one of the best on the board. Um, like the pick, Hunter Long is a good pick. Um, I gave him an A as well as it, They were, at, well, they were kind of up there. I, if they draft a lot, I'm not even lying. But hey, New England, yeah, yo, draft. Mac Jones, like you said, he's also on Um, draft class. Yeah, I think any. Any situation besides land in San Francisco, he would not do well in at all. Um I believe he they, they could have made it work San Francisco and I believe they're gonna make it work New England. I any quarterback that's a decision maker and has a marginally good enough going successful with Bo Belichick and New England system. Um Mac Jen's a winner, a winning culture type of player, put in winning culture. I think it I think it'll work out well. Christian Barmore, you know, they they didn't have a defensive tackle, but you know, it's, it's best player. He's the best player on the board. I had his first round talent. I think I had him mocked to Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken, at twenty six. Um, Perkins, they doubled down on defensive tackle, which not I'm really a big fan of. Ramondre J. Stevenson, running back in the in the mid rounds, um, B minus for me. New England kind of a subpar draft. That wasn't a big uh, with the New York Jets, <gasps> the best of the year. Yeah. If there's you know if you're gonna like give the awards best draft, they were um, Zach Wilson. He's my IQB too. He can make throws from any angle. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is not a not a comp. I'm not saying he's any. I'm not comparing him, but I'm saying it's like the arm has like Pat's s. Just like the like when you watch these throws that he Patrick throws. Um, then they traded up for Elijah Vera talk, talked about. I besting off the blind draft class. Um, very good player out of US traded off. Parallel son Makai Beck didn't fully sure about Elijah Moore. Then in the second round, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Um, speedy shift type of guy. Rafter. I like Elijah Moore. I think he's a potential first round guy. Um, early second round pick. Good good pick. They drafted who? Michael Carters. Like him. the running backs. Uh, top five back on my board. Uh, Great receiving back. Michael Carter, corner from Duke. I, I just really like Jai. This is an A plus five if i ever seen one. Um, so yeah, Buffalo at. B Miami A plus, uh the Jets A plus. Actually, I think I said, but I was reading B plus. But but the Jets do A plus, near perfect draft. Uh, they they couldn't have done better.
0: Yeah, you're definitely now, right. That's best. very. i um, the NFC East. I mean the AFC East <clears throat> had a pretty good draft there overall. Um, hopefully I zoomed out some. Hopefully I'll be able to not be so. <clears throat> Technically, I'll, I sound like an old person. Some of them trying to do this sometimes. But under the AFC West, and I think we're going to start with the Chiefs. Obviously, the topic of conversation. Obviously, the team is going to come out of the AFC West, barring crazy amounts of injury, of course. So, uh, in the first round, Nick Bowl, speedy inside linebacker, who's going to be... Rounder. They
1: didn't have a first round. There's the Orlando Brown pick.
0: All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mel Piper the... over there. I <laughs> for... um, anyways, so, 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 I think it was a good pick. Um, in the second round, he's a speedy guy. Loads of potential, definitely. Uh, is is going to be covering a lot in a in a team where the defense hasn't been the priority and uh, the offense has been the priority in free agency and offensive line got lots of additions and they uh, even drafted a lot of offensive in this draft. I think it's a good pick that's going to help keep that off defense on a high enough level that you're not going to have to score 40 points a night to uh, to keep up saying uh, saying that as I said they they drafted O-line still they drafted Creed Humphrey great pick here in uh, late second round someone that a lot of people wanted the Steelers to draft he didn't fall that far he didn't fall enough, far enough for the Steelers to draft at least they'd rather have Pat than Creed Humphrey Pat the tight end um, further down there they took some solid guys someone that I I, was, I wanted to make a Steeler mock draft Steeler seven round mock draft for my Steeler Instagram account that I haven't posted on in months someone that I saw about Cornell Powell from, from Clemson I thought it might have been a late round Steelers. There's a wide receiver target, uh, the Chiefs snatched him up in the fifth round, so obviously we didn't get him. But I think it was a good, I think was a good draft. I think the top picks carry it a lot. From there on down, it's a little bit more uh, average and just some uh, some guys to fill in for depth and whatnot. So I gave them a uh, an A-minus, actually. So yeah, it wasn't anything crazy, flashy, but they felt some needs. I like the Nick Bolton pick. Uh, for what you had, like, they didn't have a crazy, they didn't have a first-round pick, they didn't have a lot of draft capital. I think the Chiefs did good. Um, on to the Raiders. So we've been clowning the Raiders draft a lot, ever since we really started this. And I'm not going to lie, it was a bad draft but I think we've been I think we've been underrated I mean I'm underrating it just a little bit like it was bad but the first two picks Alex Otherwood had number 11 i really not like really not a good it was like probably a lot of people don't even think he was the best center in the draft Um, but he, they, he did fill a need it was I'd give the draft grade there a C minus probably just not like, because he's a bad player he's gonna be an awful center um, or an awful offer awful, awful, awful offensive ties but he yeah, I think he played center at he Alabama played,
1: too. I, th- I think I, he was the guy they were talking about that played like acquisition on the line or something yeah
0: hey I mean, he's a he's a he's a good player, but I just think there's so much so much better. And for Raiders, the team, your defense was not good last year. You lost a lot of offensive line pieces. You you they could have got their um, saw at seven at eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm 99% sure. So like, I their saw is way better in my eyes. The Alex Leatherwood pick was not Trevor Mooreing, I I said Trevor Mooreing was the best sticky. You agreed with me. Um, so it was a good pick. But then they went on to draft two more along with a center. I mean, with along with with a cornerback uh, all later in the draft. But I guess they doubled they tripled down and saved. Um, but it, it's still weird considering your team has a lot of holes. You can get that position. You like you don't need to triple down. I get if you double down on safe, but it, it's still weird. And they drafted Jimmy Morsley, uh, the pit center. I am not. He wasn't crazy good. I think he did win like ACC offensive lineman of the week one time or something stupid like that. But <laughs> that's not. I can play offensive lineman when ACC offensive player, offensive lineman of the week. <laughs> um, was, overall though, it, it was a bad draft. Definitely, I gave him a D. Um, I can understand why I give him Mors. I don't think it was like completely awful because of the memory pick was still good um, but it's it's tough whenever you draft I'm like an offensive lineman there's better offensive linemen on the board and there's so many other needs that can be filled at number 11 followed by like two other safeties like that too they, they kind of shot themselves in the foot here with the Raiders pick now under the Chargers um, the Chargers draft the Chargers draft is like your Jets draft to me now I like the Chargers as I said uh, it's pretty much been solidified they're probably my second favorite NFL if we're gonna put a name on it and they had a fire draft or some Months later in the first round, as they mocked, by the way. Then uh, they took Asante Samuel in the second round. Followed by Josh Palmer in the third, and um, far and away a good draft. But it, this again, I didn't. I mean, I didn't do a ton of research in the later picks here. Um, but I know Josh Josh Palmer was a guy um, that was was pretty highly graded in the draft grades that I read, uh, just according to a few Chargers websites like Chargers Wire or whatever. Asante Samuel a guy I love. Um, I, was, I didn't ever actually did post my Steelers 7 round draft pick. I was I was mocking him to the Steelers in the second. He didn't fall to the Steelers at all, so it wasn't an option. The Steelers loved Asante Samuel. They had like the most Zoom meetings or whatever, but that was something that I saw. So I, I'm, not, but it obviously didn't happen. The other teams fell in love with Dante Samuel, but Slater was a great pick. They didn't panic, and they also didn't panic in the second or third round. Later on, then down, they, they drafted a tight end, some linebackers, uh, running back, and uh, a safe. I gave this draft an A plus. This is a, a great draft. They made the team a lot better. To the secondary, that's been a little bit makeshift, got better. The wide receiver core, the wide receiver three, was kind of a small need. I don't, I don't really know who's playing wide receiver three this year. Um, uh, beside Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Really? guys. Yeah. So, Mitchell yeah Mitchell. It's like, it's cool. I see his girlfriend on TikTok all the time. Uh, um, yeah, All the comments I, just tell you tell, like, tell. that's funny. All the people on, on there always like, all, if they're related to the NFL players, it always gets kind of It's kind of funny, in my opinion. Or there was Myers Leonard's wife. Um, anyway, yeah. so, so like, I gave him a good graded draft. I think they, I think they just had a really good draft and, um, wait for me to say the same exact thing twice. Now the Broncos, the Broncos are the last team here um in this division and i think again another team that had good draft the Paxer, they picked pastor tan the second uh in the first round the second round they took javante willing which is not a like bad pick i think it was like if you're gonna do best player available he was probably close to being the right pick and it's like a preference at that point, but the the need of running back was not a big one. We already had Melvin Gordon, who you you paid big bucks on free agency and you held on to and you left the Lindsay gap. But then you, you just turned around and drafted one. I'm not really sure if I like that. And there was Quinn Menierez, um, the offensive guard that was picked later in the third round. And I mean, he's a solid offensive lineman, but I think there's probably better offensive line on the board, to be completely honest, at that point. I think there's other guys I'd rather have. From further down, they took a bunch of defense, two safeties, a cornerback, and a linebacker, DN, and a wide receiver. Uh, later down in the draft just trying to fill in some depth position and some competition i guess um so i give them a b actually i like Sertan pick a lot um the manier's pick was fine um javante williams pick was fine that's what i'd say this other than Sertan, this draft was painfully average um so that's i gave them an average grade of b so i gave the chiefs an a chargers a plus broncos the b and what team did i miss i missed
1: raiders, raiders.
0: see i gave the raiders a wide variety of, of
1: drafts grades there that's <laughs> yeah, true that is true um i have also a uh, wide for the chiefs um nick bolton in the second late second round pick um i like it linebacker is probably their big past couple season i think i had him rated as like the fifth best off the of line, or not i'm sorry not lineman uh interior linebacker i'm mistaken somewhere in that realm um adam missouri pretty good player creed humphrey like you said uh next pick there i think he's probably the best center draft if i had to put a if you're not counting no nah, no nah, yeah he's probably the best center. i would say um he was the second off the board i believe landed. Dakerson was the first center off the board, but Creed Humphrey's the number one center on my board out of Oklahoma. I went Joshua Kando out of State. Great. I like the Kamal the, well, Powell. He'll, he'll, get some, he'll get some run now that no, no. Sammy Watkins is out. I'll definitely see that. Um, and Trey Smith is a guy that I'm pretty high. I think I'm late round offensive guard, Tendy yeah, I'm pretty high. So, you know, I, I don't think anything like Creed Humphrey was a great, other than Idaho whatever. I gave him a B. I, like Kansas City, I, I didn't think it was anything too, too special. Um, the Raiders, I hated the leg. I really didn't like Alec Peck. I believe it was a 7th pick, if I'm not mistaken, um, Leatherwood just not a good pick. So many better plays. They could have doubled it went back, second, where they took Chavon Merrick, which I love because I believe he's the best safety uh, in class. Somebody, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah was talking about it on draft day, and it was like, it was Alex Leatherwood was like 6th-5th best player, took him 17th, and Chavon Merrick was like his 16th best player and took him at like 63rd. <laughs> so it's it like, it is a really strange draft, and like you said, they went back and just Merrick, Merrick, uh, Divine, Diablo, Tyree, Gillisep. Um, they got Malcolm Coons. Edge Rusher. It just it wasn't a good C minus for me. I didn't I was, wasn't quite as harsh. It was not a draft, but it was C minus. Uh, the Chargers, I was high on that draft. It's nearly as high as I gave him an A. Um Rayshon Slater was great. Um, I didn't draft Chargers because I thought there was no way he fall that far. I, I thought he was a top ten pick, guaranteed. Um, and then he fell to the Chargers. They picked him up an amazing pick. A lot of people had him over top and they sue the draft. So um, Slater was uh, a crazy offensive tackle. Santi Samuel was a great corner, um, undoubtedly top five corner. Draft, I would say, great ball for the best. <laughs> so see, you're that uh, great corner from Florida State. Those in need there um. Yeah, now Chris Harris is their going corner. They lost Casey Hayward and Desmond. So their corners actually aren't too bad. Chris Harris, Michael Davis, Michael Davis, Santi Sam, not looking too bad. They got Josh Palmer, who probably star. Trey McKitty probably will start next year. Um, I'm sure, I think they'll probably let Jared Cooks contract fire and Trey McKitty, who may be the guy after. Um, but a very very an amazing draft for the Chargers. I didn't quite give it an A plus, but I gave it was very good. And then yeah. for the Broncos, uh, anyways, I gave him a B-plot. Um, I think it was a good draft, but I just think there were more than good. A- um, the Sertan pick, I think Sertan was a good pick. I think he's a great player, but I, I would have 100% taken Justin Fields. I think Fields just filled the bigger need. I would have taken Fields in that scenario. I wouldn't have gone. Sertan is a great player, but corner was not a need that they had. Like, really coming into this, their corner, they have Kyle Full, you know, an all-pro type player. Their young guy, Bryce Kemp and Ronald Darby. And now they bring in Pass. And I understand. Fuller's on a one-year deal. I think Ronald Darby, like a one. To, but like I I don't know I'm not I'm not taking the fourth great roster over a QB um, and they went Javante Williams. They traded up for Javante second. And uh, another situation where you feel like they were bigger than a backup back. I just really, I feel like, and I feel like Javante Williams is a great player. He's my number three running back class, but I, it wasn't the time. Uh, I, I love the twin mind pick, uh, offensive guard slash out of Wisconsin Whitewater. Uh, I think he was a very good player. One of my favorite player draft. Um I saw like a funny, pretty funny. It's like football is funny because it's like players play the same position. And it was um, it was him and Ben Cleveland, I believe, who got drafted to the Ravens. As like Ben Cleveland is built, and Quinn man is like a big bulky guy, and then, then the next part was like, and these two play the same position on the same team, Mac, Mac Jones and Cam Newton. It was pretty <laughs> funny. but um yeah, I like the Quinn pick. I like Baron Brown to get a lot of run, but you know, I like the Quinn Miners pick better than I like Pat Kane and Ron Williams. Though I feel like they're better players. The neat, right? Like I feel like Denver got three great players draft but like two of them just filled non-existent. I mean, two of them you passed up on big head guys. Yeah.
0: So, I give him a B plus. Yeah, so,
1: I went B for Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Minus Vegas A for the charge plus.
0: Yeah, yeah, I give the number of B, um, which is a little bit worse than you. I definitely think I, I I don't I'm I didn't really mention that I didn't even come to mind. The, yeah, they passed on Justin Fields which when I, at the moment when I watched that I was extremely surprised, but I, it kind of slipped my mind. So that's that's good, good thought there from
1: you. You know, it's it's kind of funny now because back in the day I don't think I I made sure I was off Twitter and stuff while the draft was going on in case picks would get ruined. But I know back then I do this in the NBA still where like like in the NBA the Woj will like basically tweet out the picks before they even happen and it like ruins it I know they used to do that in the NFL I don't know if they still do where like shafter and Rappaport would just like tweet out who the picks were before they even wore a thing like before the picks were even made and they like they, they don't really do it as much anymore but now they just like allude to it so it's like so it was like when when Denver was going off like everyone was obviously expecting Justin Fields with the ninth pick when he's still on the board they didn't trade up to get him and then it's just like and then you just hear Adam Schefter like well you know there's a lot of great corners on the board here Right now, I think they could be in the market for a corner, like like a Patrick Sertan is my number one <laughs> corner on the board. I feel like they can be in the market for a Patrick Sertan, and then obviously they take Patrick Sertan. So it's like I don't know, I don't know how I feel about, it, but just that's, a random thing. Funny. The, the just thing let is, me I just think, let me
0: experience my picks. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think if you're Denver, you're sitting there and you wonder what other options you have a quarterback. I don't know. If, I can't remember if the Aaron Rodgers rumors were really out there yet. Yeah,
1: um, they they came out on draft.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I thought because. Pat McAfee kept saying that he was like he was like yeah he's like I'd pass on Justin Fields too if I thought I was gonna get Aaron Rodgers and I don't know if that's really the mindset they had. Okay, but, but yeah, it, I think like, like if you but if you take Justin Fields, that like could guarantee you Aaron Rodgers.
1: Like who's gonna give you a better package than Justin Fields in pick here the Packers. That's,
0: that's, fair, that's fair. I don't know. It's an interesting thought, but he's are under the team, under the division at least. Division where Justin Fields was drafted, the NFC North. Um, I'll start with the Packers since that's the team we I had. Now let's start with the Bears. I have the Bears up. Now that's, that'll take less time. Me sitting there doing nothing. Um, they picked Justin Fields, number 11 overall in the first pick, um, and it's straight up. Then they picked Tevin Jenkins, uh, an offensive tackle later, then Larry Baromi and Khalil Herbert. So I, this is an interesting thing because I actually checked this out because they drafted the two. They doubled down on the offensive tackles, and I checked it out. Tevin Jenkins and Larry Baromi are both big guys that are run block specialists, like pretty much. They're both better at run blocking, pass block. Um, and they drafted a running back right after. This. So does this show maybe? The maybe the Bears are gonna bear up, uh, gear up for a little bit more of a run heavy year next year. Obviously, they have Montgomery who finished the year pretty well.
1: Yeah, Montgomery had mean, a, was amazing finishing the year. Whenever they yeah. whenever they made Nike quick on the plays, Montgomery blew up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the, the fantasy owners were happy they held on to, it. and um, right. yeah, they, they just went undrafted to like Orlando Brown type guys pretty much, or like I guess Kevin Dotson for all you Pittsburgh fans out there, you know, just b- big run blocker guys that haven't developed their pass blocking skills as much. And I thought that was interesting. They They drafted those right back to back, and then a running back. And They drafted uh, some defense later, and then wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So the a really good draft. Fields fills a need because you had you're gonna have uh, you know Andy Dalton pretty much play the whole year, uh, which would suck. So Justin Fields provides like a real future for in reality. Then so, you know two really good offensive linemen that were graded high according to uh, you know the, the things I read, and they're one blockers, so you can gear up with Montgomery. Uh, maybe a change of pace running back with Khalil Herbert. You know I like. I give him an A. Um, maybe an A minus will be a little bit more fair. But I thought it was a good draft. I think they filled their base as well. And obviously Justin Fields, I justin Fields, I told on draft day, the draft the day before the draft me recorded our mock draft episode. I said maybe Justin Fields is quarterback too. Um I didn't go score today, maybe make that official. But yeah, you know, it's a great it's a great pick at eleven, a trade up that was well worth it. Um so the Packers and their pick next year. So so in the first round pick twenty nine, they picked Eric Stokes, uh the slot cornerback, and I picked the center and Josh Myers, Amari Rodgers, uh, uh, the wide receiver for Clemson, uh, later in the third round there. And then later on, they took some some defensive backup, running back, an offensive tackle, and a running back. I don't know if I said running back. So this draft kind of stinks. <laughs> uh, we, we clown them on this draft, too. Josh Myers, I don't think Josh Myers is really like, yeah, he wasn't really rated that high, according to the NFL draft profile that I read. I didn't, you know, I can't to really do that much research on, on Josh Myers. I just don't know that much about it. Ohio State center um, filling in for the center. They lost Corey Lindsley. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's it's fine. It's a fine pick. It feels a need. I think you know, I like I think it's just the fact of the miners that the centers in the third round are it's a lot of value and you already had Creed Humphrey and you already lost Alex Ellerwood. Way too high. You know, like the centers there aren't the high end centers. So it's, it's weird to like spend a third round pick. I feel like you never see like centers go in the third round. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. but um Amari Rogers from Clemson interesting pick again. I'm not sure. I just don't like the pick. <laughs> I just don't like any of these picks. Uh in, the, in the, their first pick they, they pick the cornerback and a cornerback that's not even really a terribly pro ready cornerback according to many people he was like good size and speed but you know they they said that the the football iq was something they were a little bit worried about and maybe whatever it's just weird that you're a team that's in win now mode and obviously you have aaron Rodgers, who is older but he didn't really age but he obviously played really well i like you want to win now but they they didn't really the draft doesn't really reflect that much in my eyes i gave him a c plus maybe that's being generous but um I'm not high in the draft at all. And there's the Vikings. The Vikings could quote quietly been the winner of this draft. In the first round, they traded down, and they still got Christian Dersaw. Uh, and then they took Kelamond. Okay, Kelamond. Uh, in the third round. And then later in the end, they took Chaz, Surratt, and the inside linebacker. uh They took a D-end running back, some uh, secondary members, and a wide receiver later in the draft. So I think, I think this feels... A, a nice draft. They got a lot of value out of their picks, I think. Um, obviously, the trade down for Darisa is it was awesome. Some good must, thought must have been put into that. And, um, I mean, uh, if you're a Vikings fan, you can't be any more happy than that. You trade down and still so get the player you want. Later on, yeah, they, they filled, they filled the, a back quarterback need, I guess, technically. With Mond. I know there was, I saw a video of, like, inside the war room and they tra- they were trying to trade up for Justin Fields. They were trying to trade up for the same pick that they, mm-hmm. they were both trying to 11, which I thought was really interesting. Um, trying and prepare for the future. I guess they settled for Kellen Mond in the third, and K- Kellen Mon's interesting. I think Kellen Mon is kind of—he's another Texas A&M quarterback. Seemingly has all the physical abilities, um, but you don't—you don't really know what you're getting out of him. No one really knew what you were getting out of. Patrick Mahomes was obviously a much better prospect, but Kellen Mond, No one has the faith in Kellen Mond. He has a cannon, though. <clears throat> so definitely a a solid base to build upon. Kirk Cousins yeah. should be a solid mentor. I feel like, considering he's he's never had the strong arm, but he's always been more of an accurate guy. I always thought mm-hmm. but this is a solid draft. I gave him. I gave him an A minus because again, like later in the later some of the picks weren't flashy. I think they just picked for for depth pieces and need, like need that they needed. You know, so. They didn't really have too much interesting stuff towards the end. They traded down, got the picks that they needed. And uh, so I'd say that's good. The finishing off, the NFC North <clears throat> with the Lions. They picked to play Suel, ninth overall, and uh, Levi. Uh, his, his first name is Lisa, Levi. I'm going to play his <laughs> last name. Later on, they took some wide receivers, some linebackers, and a running back. So I give him an A- again. No, I didn't think of the wrong thing. I gave him a B+. Plus. Um, the, the Suel pick was great. So pick is what you needed. Offensive lineman is definitely the, the trenches where you want to build from. And that's a it's a good start with Corner's down there. But as you get on the draft, I think the picks, the like the need picks kind of fall away. They doubled up a lot. Um I just don't I don't know why they needed the draft to get the tackles in the third round. <laughs> um other than that, like it, it's a solid draft though. I definitely think it's good. You know, they got I think the whole point with them is that their team is really bad. And you just wanna add talent you know you just want to add as many players you can get in there that can help yeah. out with players or you know honestly at this point they might actually some of these guys will probably start um i think they added like players that'll, that'll be able to play i don't know i don't really agree with the two third round d tackles no that's a second and a third round that's my bad i uh, read that wrong again mm-hmm. but still the doubling up on the defense tackles you said that too you don't really have normally have two d tackles playing at the same time like mm. normally you see one but i guess i guess this that's the scheme that
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean something it's a, it's a, yeah it's, it's about scheme if you get two good ones you can find no way, but yeah, I get what you mean. Um, so for me, Green Bay, I did not like their draft either. I had the same grade as you, C. Plus. Um, Eric Stokes is just it was a bad pick. Um, there were multiple better corners on the board than Eric Stokes. Um, it was a big reach, and especially for a team in the Packers that 100% needed to be getting Aaron Rodgers some weapons. And their first two picks were not getting Aaron Rodgers some weapons, it was getting a corner and Josh Myers, who was not a good pick because, for one, they obviously they should have been getting Happens, but if you're going to get a lineman, get a good lineman. Like Josh Myers was not the best lineman on the board or anywhere close to it. Um, the Amari Rogers pick was good, but it just feels like a slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers because you just go out there, get two crappy picks with the first two picks, and then just go draft him some receiver named A Rodgers. Like, <laughs> seems like a slap in the face to an extent. I did not like their draft whatsoever. A C plus seemed good. Um, I, I like. We had the same thing as a C plus. Honestly, that might be a little bit too high to be honest. It was not a good draft. Um, yeah. So I think
0: the whole point because Aaron Rodgers has helped Aaron Rodgers has a good offensive lineman. A really a star, super star wide receiver, a top 10 tight end, arguably, and Tunyon in there but they're not really investing in him they're not spending money for agency you know they're not investing higher on draft picks I feel like that's the whole thing they're not they're not actively trying you know they're just drafting yeah. guys and later rounds and he had to pin out but it's not like yeah, it's the effort you know it's the thought that counts and the thought really is you know that's, that's, that's true that's what I always that's what I always
1: even I feel if like it works out they're not trying to help him at all and you know when your star quarterback your MVP player is wanting out and he comes out with that like you do what you can to, to keep him in and, you know if not helping him after that then uh, I don't know what you're doing. So. It's just a slot. That's
0: yeah. a, the perfect
1: grade. <laughs> um, so for the Bears, we also had the same grade of an A. It was a great draft. Justin Fields was an amazing pick. They traded all the way up to number 11 to draft Justin Fields. And this is a move I never thought the Bears would make. You know what I mean? The Bears are generally such a conservative team with their draft picks. They don't trade up usually, especially for a QB. We, you know, we haven't seen a polarizing Chicago Bears QB in maybe ever. <laughs> I can't think of a time yeah. that there was a Bears QB that was truly polarized. Yeah, I don't know but if that is ever. Curry. Resistant. Yeah, Jake Culler was the farthest thing polarizing, so I, I don't know. Um, but this will be a, a very, very... I'm sure Andy Dalton will start for at least the beginning of this, we'll see what happens, but Fields will come in at some point, and it will be a fun, fun ride. And if Allen Robinson wants out, I would love to see, you know, one one a couple games of Allen Robinson and Justin Fields, and I would like to see that for at least that. So, Fields, great pick, top three quarterback in the draft, in my opinion, Um, and then they go out in the second round and draft Tevin Jenkins, who was a first-round pick for me. You know, I have mocked first round I think is a top five like there's probably a yeah probably a top five offensive tackle in my book um Tevin Jenkins very good out of Oakland State after that you know it doesn't matter too much Larry Borum another alignment uh Khalil Herbert the running back well he will be a backup but like the first two picks kind of just were amazing all right Justin Fields is an A plus pick Tevin Jenkins an A plus pick and they get an A so it was great for Chicago um Minnesota you know great like you said you know all the things you said B plus for me um they got Christian Derisaw which I loved because I didn't think Derisaw would be on the board at 23. I didn't know if Darisaw would be on the board um, by the, at their original pick. And they were able to trade down and still get Darisau. Like He was probably like one of the best players on the board available at their original pick. And they traded down and still got him. Great pick there off a tackle from Virginia Tech. My third my uh, third best offensive tackle in this draft. But Jeff Kellen Maud with their second pick. I, I didn't love that. Um, there were a lot of rumors spicing around from that draft and just moving on about that they're not really that high on Kirk Cousins for whatever reason. Like you said, they tried to trade it for just fields that that didn't work out there were no qbs left by the their first round pick came up uh, and then they went killing mom the next pick um so i don't know what they're feeling but their fourth their their fourth pick wyatt davis i was a big fan of wyatt davis is one of my favorite he was a top 5 offensive line or offensive guard for me um i think i projected him to be like a mid second round pick um i thought he was a very good player so i was a big fan of that b plus for for minnesota for me and detroit is going to be one that i think we we, we may have a bit a, a bit of a disagreement um, you, you may call me crazy Call me what you want You gave Detroit a B plus You don't know what I gave Detroit Give him an A plus I think Detroit Had one of the best drafts
0: Um because... I know, pretty much everyone had a, had a better grade than me, like, yeah, by at least two steps. <laughs> I <laughs> so I, I assumed you'd, you'd have it pretty
1: high. I loved that. That yeah.
0: was good. Like, still well above
1: average. I loved it. Um, they, well, they got Panay which obviously was amazing, just because when you're a team like Detroit that's so untalented, um, you do, you, you get the best player available. And Panay Sewell is, apart from Trevor Lawrence, possibly the best player available. It's probably, probably in my book, like, just pure talent level, Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Pitt, Panay problem, Chase is in there, so maybe Jamar Chase is above Him, I don't know. I don't know, but he's a top five player in this draft, in my opinion. You, you got him at six; great value. And and off, you know, if you're gonna you're rebuilding the team, you start in the trenches. And Pinesu was the perfect player to do that with. And Levi Andreak, um, defensive tackle that they got in the second round, I predicted him to be a first round talent. He was the number one rated defensive tackle on a lot of people's boards. Like Daniel Daniel Jeremiah is number one on his board. He's the number two on my board. I had Barmore rated over him, but he was a great player in Washington. Um, and then moving down, the wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown, I believe was probably the most underrated player in this entire draft. Um, I believe this was the best value pick in the draft, most likely. Um, I think Amon Ross St. Brown has all of the talents to be, you know, an amazing NFL wide receiver. I think he's just a great player out of USC, um, just as the as the combo, or not the combo, but like as the pro days went on and more teams talked to him, his draft stock rose and rose and rose. I think Amon Ross St. Brown may have been the steal of the draft for the for the Lions, for sure. So I give the Lions an A-plus with Sewell, Anzarik, and Amon Ross-St. Brown. Three amazing players. So, um, NFC North for me. Uh, C-plus for Green Bay, an A for Chicago. B-plus for Minnesota, and an A-plus for the Detroit Lions. i have
0: to stand up. It's starting to get hot. I just got smoked by the Colt draft knowledge. Because, yeah, I mean, maybe I was underwriting the draft a little bit. I just think... <clears throat> you know from from my limited knowledge I you know that's that's all maybe maybe I made a mistake only time will tell if those players pan out how you expect and uh maybe in 3 years you can make fun of me even more because I gave them a not great draft. But on Maybe. to the NFC South. Only two left. or uh, never mind. We have three. This is gonna be awesome.
1: time to speed through.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go quick. So the Buccaneers <clears throat> they drafted uh, an offensive a offense, an outside linebacker, Joe Tyron and Kyle Trask later on there for a backup overall I think pretty mediocre draft. Um I didn't think it was terribly good. I don't think any of the picks were terribly over the top or like too honestly like that helpful. <laughs> um but you know, you in the situation that that the Bucks are in your teams you brought back all your everyone you didn't lose anybody uh not even like antonio brown or like anybody like that you know you got all, back of all your players
1: two starters
0: yeah you, they just went out for some depth and some players that you know maybe are more project i gave him a c plus because I, I saw it was mediocre and nothing terribly special falcons the falcons picked kyle pitts in the first round though uh you know very high overall um they they drafted a lot of offense. i see who go down here a lot of offensive tackles I, I never mind they drafted a state uh with their second round pick. They off the line, some secondary, and some D-line just throughout the draft. I gave him an A. As you mentioned, Kyle Pitts is probably second or like third, I guess, preference there on who you, th- you know, if you're going to go by complete talent. Honestly, um, he could have gone second overall. I was going to mock him second overall, but they traded Donald. So uh, they were going to obviously draft a quarterback, not a tight end. <laughs> um, and they drafted a yeah. offense as well, which was a huge need in secondary and then uh, a D end. So they, dra- they got a lot of need here. And it helped, I think it's going to help out the defense a lot. A lot of players that maybe can cycle in and out. You don't have to have Grady Jared in there for, you know, 90%. For, <laughs> for percent of snaps. I'm that's a mm-hmm. number I am. But you know, seemingly they have they have limited talent and you uh had a lot of draft capital. You can go in and take advantage of that. So I gave them an A. I don't know if I said that. The Saints picked Peyton Turner, the defensive end, out of Houston in the first round, picked 28. Uh, then they went on to take Pete Warner, the inside linebacker, uh in the third round, took some cornerbacks, a backup quarterback, and some offensive line help later on in the draft. Followed and then their last pick was a wide receiver. So the Saints, I don't I don't really like the draft from the Saints it was on. The defensive line was probably the least of their needs. They didn't really lose that much there at all other than Trey Hendrickson. And they already they had uh they had like they have solid players that are gonna come up and play in there. I didn't really think Peyton was Peyton Turner was the best pick available at at twenty eight, to be completely honest. Um I'd rather have like a Z Y Juari who fell fell way down. Yeah. That's I mean and maybe they see something in him. I didn't I didn't really see the pick that well. Uh, Pete Warner, uh I, that, that feels a certain I feel like that's actually a good pick. I feel like that was a good pick there to be honest. Um but the rest of the draft like you pick the backup quarterback, you already don't need a backup quarterback really <laughs> Uh, at all, you were you know, you already have the two and Winston and uh
1: Hill, uh, uh, Taysom Hill.
0: The guy, yeah, the guy we all know and love. <laughs> um so I uh, they drafted Ian Book from Notre Dame. I don't know. Personally, I just wait and dra- sign a sign a guy that's an undrafted free agent, maybe someone you like like Duck Hodges or whatever. Yeah, but that I mean mm-hmm. to each their own. I didn't like the draft though. I thought it was another mediocre draft with a lot of picks that were like not completely necessary. So I gave him a C And then the Panthers finish out the uh, NFC South. They pick. But they had the surprise pick with their eighth overall pick. They picked JC Horn over Patrick Sertan. Then they picked Terrence Marshall. Pick I love but JC Horn wasn't bad. JC Horn wasn't was not far behind in Sertan in many grades. And I, overall I had Certain as first and I had Horn at second, and then Farley at third, I think. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't crazy. I like his preference there. If you see something in Horn, maybe you see some glaring thing that you don't just don't think is gonna carry over in the NFL, like some trait or whatever, it's gonna affect Certain in a, a poor way. And maybe you just don't like his personality as much. You think he's cocky or whatever. A lot of situations can go into it, you know. And when the players are, are close in talent level, you can go with JC Horn. I'm not gonna dislike like that. Terrence Marshall was a great pick. Second round, I thought he was wide receiver three. Um he fell past. Darius, Tony and the Ooh. Giants. Um, well, no, I mean wide receiver four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Need that
1: that's, little, that's still a little interesting.
0: Yeah. Um and they drafted a lot of offensive line later in the draft, some secondary, tight end. And a long snapper, always need one of those. So, I mean, overall, they had a lot of picks. And the team, another team that was not be good. They need a lot of talent. I think they filled out the talent pretty well. They didn't overdraft one position too much. Um, Terrence Marshall, again, great pick, in my opinion. And then JC Horn, which I can't argue with. So, I gave him an A-. Um, some of the picks, like, just in the later rounds, like you know, Chubba Howard from Oklahoma State. You know, there's a lot of guys down here that they're not flashy picks, but they're probably like just from you know obviously the draft grades that I read. Yeah. They, they weren't they weren't on the picks, but they're not impact players for obvious So a minus, like.
1: true, true. Um, so, for the Saints, um, I was more harsh than you were. I think they may have had the worst draft in the league. I give him a D-minus. Um, it was bad. It was a bad draft. Um, Peyton Turner was a guy that, I agree with you, if you wanted an edge rusher, could have drafted as gelari Jolari. You, you know what I mean? I, I don't feel like Peyton Turner was the best on the board. He was another guy that's draft stock was rising for like character re- stuff. Like, you know, he, he was good, but nobody thought his you know, stock was rising, but nobody in their right mind thought he was going to be a first-round pick. Um, Pat Werner, I don't like the pick either. I thought there are better linebackers on the board, even if you wanted a linebacker. Um, Paulson Adebo, whatever. Ian Book. Like, Why draft a backup B when you already have two QBs? I really don't think that they believe Ian Book is going to be their QB of the future, and if you don't believe that, then why draft draft him to be a backup when you already have two QBs on the roster? I'm so. with you. I don't yeah. like that pick. I gave him a D-minus. I thought this was an awful draft. Um, Tampa Bay, I gave him a B-minus. Um, Joe Tryon was a guy that a lot of people were high on. I wasn't necessarily too high on him, but I um, I thought he'd be a second round player, but I don't dislike the pick, you know, give Shaq Barrett and JPP a little bit of a breather. Sometimes, um, Al Trask, you know, potential Tom Brady replacement. Um, just a guy that has some physical tools, but kind of needs to put everything together. And nobody knows if he's going to be able to do that or not. Um, he's kind of a loose cannon type of player, but nobody better to mentor that, that type of player than Tom Brady. So, um, out of Florida like that, Tom Brady's backup. Um, obviously you're going to need a solid backup and he may see the field. So, um, Robert Hainsey, O lineman, uh, uh, Jalen Darden, the receiver, I, I'm high on Jalen Darden. If you if you watched um, I doubt you're you're a Papa Meigs guy. So I'm assuming that you're you're not a fan of Yo Boy Pizza. Nice. <laughs> I w- I'm not like a huge fan of him, but I watched one of his. He has this like um, series that's kind of interesting. It's like a 32 team, like they did like a fantasy draft, and it's like a Madden uh, franchise thing. But like every team is like lot, like every team's like a real person, and like they just go through seasons and stuff, which is pretty fun. But he drafted Jalen Darden. Um, and some stuff came out recently that like Tom Brady scouted Jalen Darden. Like they asked Tom Brady to scout receivers, and like he really liked Jalen than Darden so I, I don't know I like, I like him um, Chris Wilcox I'm a fan of so I gave him a B minus Carolina is a draft that I thought was amazing I thought this was an amazing draft um, JC Horn was a bit of a surprise pick like you said um, you know I thought they may have gone to linemen you know, I think QB was a place that they think they could have addressed but they got JC Horn which is a surprise to me because he wasn't even my number one corner on the board I thought Sertan was the best corner on the draft they went JC Horn which obviously still fills a need it's still a good pick um, in the second round they went Terrace Marshall, which is just like you. I really love that pick. I'm not as high on Marshall as you are, but I still think he's a very good player. Out of LSU, um, he was probably my you know fifth or sixth wide receiver, um, but I was a fan. We got Brady Christensen, whatever. Uh, Tommy Trumbull. I really like this pick. I think he'll get some minutes. He may start by the end of the year. I think they. I think Carolina may have like one of the worst tight ends. Last year they started E. Thomas, which who probably was the worst starting tight end. They got Dan Arnold, who was like they got they sent Dan Arnold, who was like one of the one of the worst starting tight ends last year. And you know they've got two of the worst starting tight ends last year now. Tommy Chubb may see the field by the end of the year. And Shaba Hubbard, I really like that pick. Um, if you remember, he was a Heisman candidate last year for Oklahoma State, and then there was a big thing. He was projected to be like a second round pick, and then um he ended up opting to stay in college for an extra year and it didn't help him out. Um, The stats dipped. And he, he took a hit. But he'll be Christian McCaffrey's backup. And if McCaffrey misses any time, see him because Mike Davis is out out, out of uh Carolina. So I like that. Uh on Nixon, Davion Nixon, uh, I, you know, that, that's a good pick. Keith Taylor, Deontay Brown. I think it's a very, very good job. I gave him an A. I thought Carolina had an amazing draft. So and then Atlanta. I yeah, gave Atlanta names. Um Pitts is amazing. Um, one of the best players I've ever seen. Best, probably the best tight end coming into the draft I've ever seen. Um Richie Grant, the safety. Again, you like safety. He's a position of need, but I would have taken Merrick. I would have taken that risk on him, Um, especially over Richie Grant, who I didn't even think was the best safety apart from Merrick on the board when they took him. Um, But Jalen Mayfield, I really liked. I believe he was a second round talented. They got in a later round. They got Jalen Mayfield like the fourth round, something like third or fourth round. So that was a definite steal. Um, I like Avery Williams, the corner from Boise State. Um, So it's just, I thought that a pretty good draft, A minus. I went D minus for New Orleans, maybe the worst draft. Uh, B minus. Minus Tampa, A for Carolina, A minus for Atlanta. Yeah, I, I have Saints
0: for the Saints. Um, I didn't grade them as harshly, but I had you know the similar feelings of mm-hmm. the trip I didn't think it was good. Um, I like I like the grades. These are all pretty similar. Which is kind of what I expect yeah. because we talked about the draft a lot. Like when it comes down to the lower level players. The impact that they have on the grade is really pretty small, unless it's like really stupid, like the Raiders drafting the same three guys, you know, the same mm-hmm. players. Is. I just one of the NFC East, unless unless you want to go somewhere else. yeah
1: that yeah, works.
0: to nice word for me. So either way, they drafted hard. They went hard on the end. Right? Yeah. So, Though, They picked Michael Parsons number twelve, Kevin Joseph in the second round, then uh, Osa Adezua from uh, the defensive tackle UCLA. Um, then they drafted another D lineman, a cornerback, an inside linebacker, and they. They switched up and they drafted an offensive tackle and a wide receiver. They then right back to defense, they picked defensive tackle and a cornerback again. And then they they finished out with a guard. Um, overall, I think most of the picks were like solid picks. A Parsons pick. Um, I didn't. I had him mock higher than that. I think I had him marked I had a mock to the Panthers pretty much every single time I did it. Like it was something I was pretty confident in. They uh, they switched up on me though. And throughout the- I think they on this was what they really. The defense suffered on all levels, from depth to like overall. Especially in the second, some of these picks aren't like special, and they probably aren't going to see the field much. But like, I, I think it's this is a good like statement that they're really focusing on that the defense and whatever. You know, um, so I'm going to give them a B plus there. Uh, so on, on to Washington, they picked him on Davis, a guy I was pretty high on pre draft, and Samuel Cosme, personally had a first round pick there in the second. Uh, then Benjamin St. Juice, just um, cornerback, and then later on they drafted some wide receivers, a uh, pair of wide receivers, are tight end, safety long snapper and uh, an offensive and an outside linebacker. Every time I see OLB, I keep thinking offensive line. I mean, I, at this point, I should figure that out, but I, I keep saying. Um, I think this was it was a solid draft you know um i don't think there was any terrible blunders as far as like the players i know i think jamon davis was good um I, I feel like he was good i don't know if that's really the pick i'd make if i was washington at 19 but, but uh, i can't hate on it that much and saying mccosney was a person i really i thought he was gonna be drafted uh, i think i had him at 31 to the ravens because they lost an offensive lineman he was a priority guy i remember that he's a, a mauler priority guy he was uh relatively technically sound. So I think it's a good second round pick. He'll definitely play just because you know their offensive line isn't anything crazy. I gave him I just for like graphics sakes, I'll say to B plus. I had a B plus plus. This is close to an A minus, I think, just because um they, they filled needs. I think it overall I think um this was just like a very solid draft. And like mm-hmm. I said, Ian, there's no Sam Dave. Benjamin St. Just was a guy um I, I vaguely remember I don't remember if he was really anything special. Um but you know, maybe that's, I think I owe maybe overwriting that a little bit. A lot of people did like the Washington Draft. And then on onto the Eagles. They drafted the Smith, then Leonard Dickerson in the second. Um, as some defense, they drafted a lot of defense later on in the draft. A pair of defensive tackles. At the end, a pair of secondary members, a safety and a cornerback. A pair of linebackers and they drafted a one wide receiver, uh, I guess, to pair with Devontae Smith. But I think that, I think the draft was solid. Overall, I keep saying overall, but I think this was a well-rounded draft because they drafted the offense was bad last day. They drafted Smith and Dickerson, two good players, back-to-back, first and second, and they went right down, right down to business, improving the defense and the real thing the real thing is I don't, I don't think the Eagles defense is terrible they're just so injury prone and they have like the backups are you know scrubs <laughs> maybe the backups mm-hmm. aren't scrubs but back. they needed the depth and I think that felt, worked out good because you spend your third on picks on really solid players that are you know are easily going to be able to play well you know relatively well they're not they're not what I'm saying is they're not scrub and yes. um, it was good I gave them a B plus um, but I could easily say C and A minus there and the Giants so let's finish this off I draft that is is okay. <laughs> they got a couple couple. Stuff. Um Kidarius Tony, who I it was my wide year of five. They picked him a little bit early. He's definitely good. Like he's he's a bigger guy, um, if I remember correctly. I honestly,
1: I think he's like a pretty average-sized guy, but he plays like a really big guy. If I remember correctly,
0: you told me that before. Now, all right, thank you for that. And they, they, they got to see Ushawari in the second, which is ideal. Like, you know, um, as we mentioned, like you might as well. I just like a player fell a lot, pretty much no reason. Um, from there on down, two a pair of cornerbacks, um, a linebacker, and a backup running back from Arizona, which is interesting. You know, I see a lot of people being dropped. From it. Arizona, um, but I mean it was, it was a pretty good draft. I think was, uh, Ojuari was probably the best pick. Um, Kidaris Tony was maybe a little bit of a reach, but it's fine. Um, I know they, they were gonna pick. I would have won the mock draft battle if they just would stuck with their, their gears and they would have picked Devontae Smith. But they ended up uh, getting a little bit antsy, trying to pick off to their NFC East team mates, didn't the teammates, their uh, rivals, and then uh, they lost out on Devontae Smith, and uh, I lost the, the mock draft battles. Um, but I, I gave them be pretty pretty
1: average i'd say nothing crazy I'm, actually i'm gonna switch it to a b plus okay i respect it um so yeah uh i agree you know we had a lot of similar picks here um for washington i give him a b minus to your b plus uh i'm honest as high on Jamin davis i think he's a good player but i don't know obviously like it just seems like every like inside linebacker that went i it just like it just made their it just gets weighed down in my mind by the weight of knowing that jeremiah Owusu-Cormo was on the board and he could have been taken and he wasn't. It's like you know, Jamin Davis was a, was a, is a good linebacker, and his stock. He was another guy whose stock was just rising and rising, um, especially with all the inter like the interviews with his coaches and stuff. The stock was for sure rising for Jamin Davis. He went a lot higher than I expected him to, though. Um, I love the Cosme pick. Like you said, I think he was a first round uh, type of player. Uh, I think he was. You know I think he was one of the best linemen on the board when they drafted him. Uh, Benjamin St. Juicy, I like that pick. Uh, I think corner out of Minnesota. I think he was a pretty good player. Deomi Brown, um, I give him a B minus. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, a pretty average draft, but and, you know, they they filled some positions of need. So um the Giants, I give them a B plus. Um, I feel like they're just the Tony pick was not good. I did not like the Kadarius Tony pick. All the reports came out after the draft um, that like they really wanted Devontae Smith, and then they had like the twelfth. Yeah, they had the twelfth pick. They really wanted Devonte Smith, and then they got. Or, I don't remember. No, maybe they. Didn't pick. I know that Philly just like leapfrogged them. Then yeah. just Philly just leapfrogged right in front of them, doing Devonte Smith right off from under their noses. They really wanted him and didn't get him. Um, and then they settled for Kadarius Tony. Where I, you know, I feel like Rashad Bateman. On the board, I would have gladly taken Bateman over Kadarius Tony. Um, but they got Tony, I didn't like that pick at all, really, whatsoever. Um, and but Aziz Ojalari in the second round was very good, he was another player. It was some kind of injury with him as well that, like, something looming on the looming injuries definitely affected players more this year than others just because you can't get them in the building and have the trainers look at them and the doctors inspect them and see, you know, how big of a concern it really is. So that's just why like people fall a lot more in this draft, particularly. Um, they went Aaron. Aaron Aaron Robinson, Ellerson Smith, Gary Brightwell, Rodarius Williams. They didn't draft a lot of players, but Aziz was a great pick. I think that was definitely their best pick of the draft. So I went B plus for the for the Giants. Um, Dallas, I gave Dallas a B. Uh, it just felt like the part Parsons was an amazing player. I think Parsons is probably the best defensive player in this draft. But it's just it's a need that wasn't they didn't need it. You know what I mean? Like they're are a team that's a lot of need, and it just annoys me when there's a team with so many needs. Like the, like what the Jaguars did with with and drafting Travis Etienne when there's a team with so many needs and then they just go out and like double up instead like instead of filling in one of the extreme amount of needs they have they just go in and like fill out something that they don't need it's, it's just a noise but uh, Parsons is a great player Calvin Joseph was a good pick they needed a corner he was one of the best on the board at the time um Jabril Cox I, I believe if I think I said I'm on Ross St. Brown may have been the most underrated player in the draft in the draft. If Amon ross St. brown is the most underrated, then Jabril Cox is a close second. Um, he is a crazy underrated linebacker at LSU. I think he'll be very productive in this league. And uh, a B for Dallas. And for Philly, uh, I went B-plus Philly. Um, Devontae Smith is a great pick. I love Devontae Smith. I think they did a great thing leapfrogging the Giants. I think this is a great situation for Devontae Smith, playing with his uh, college teammate Jalen Hurts. Um, he'll get the ball a lot. He'll be their number one wide receiver where he would have been the number two or three guy in, in the Giants. So, uh, I like this pick for Devontae Smith. And then uh, his teammate, Landon Dickerson, comes in which is another great pick. of uh, lineman, I don't think he'll start at center. He might start at guard just because they have Jason Kelsey. You know, When the Kelsey retires, Dickerson will probably start at center. But for now, he may start at guard. He may come off the bench. But he's a great player nonetheless. I believe he's the second best uh, cor- center. I'm sorry. He was the first center off the board, like pure center. I believe Creed Humphrey's a little bit better, but, you know, he's a great player. He's a little bit injury prone, but he's a great player. Um, and then other than that, you know, just kind of some depth pieces, Milton Williams, Zach McPherson, Kenneth Gainwell, just some depth pieces. Um, so a B-plus for Philly. So I went uh, B-minus for Washington, B-plus for the Giants, B for Dallas, and a B-plus for the Philly. All the NFC East teams got uh, somewhere in the rumble Bs. As we move on to the final division at almost 1 o'clock at night, we're on that grind. Dying, right? My
0: water bottle Dry. Um, I honestly thought this might go like two hours. Um, but it's it's one and a half right now. So that's some some good speed work by us, I suppose. Especially considering how long the first AFC East took. I uh, thought it was gonna be awful because like messing everything up. Um, but we're gonna start off here with the NFC West with the Cardinals. Uh, with 16th overall pick they took Zayvon Collins. <clears throat> Zebin Collins, the uh, outside linebacker, and then they took Rondell Moore, a wide receiver, and then later on in the draft they they kind of went all in on the defense, a lot in the secondary again a pair of cornerbacks a second I mean it's like I think they took a D-end in a a center with their last pick a center so I I don't really think they lost the uh, Pat Pete, but you're not replacing you're not getting number one cornerback like in the lay rounds. So I'm not really sure why they they went all in on all these cornerbacks and safeties and whatever. Um, but hey, it, it, it makes sense. Like their secondary isn't any crazy. I mean, so that's, that's fair. Um the draft, Jeff for them is confusing. I, I the Zombie Collins pick, I thought they reached on him. Run them run no more is it's okay. Um it's not the pick I'd make this actually there because I already have three wide receivers that are very capable of playing as long I guess as long as uh what's this, uh, the the Bengals wide receiver that's old say <laughs> As Larry, reti- uh, Larry uh Fitzgerald even officially announced his retirement, I don't think so. Mm,
1: I don't think so. No. I don't, I'm, but I'm, I'm high on
0: uh, Christian Kirk, so I don't really see that like I think they have a really good wide receiver core. I didn't really think the need was there, and Ronda Moore isn't like any crazy good guy, good player, in my opinion. So I guess that's maybe that's their, their preference. Like, it was a solid draft. Um, as I've said a lot, I don't the bad draft. I don't think there was terrible blunders. I gave him a V uh, right on the dot there, but. I could, I, I could see how you could go a lot of different directions in, in grades here. So, on to the Rams. Not, uh, that is definitely not the Rams draft that I put on there. we'll <laughs> yeah. um, oh, go to the 49ers. <clears throat> they drafted Trey Lance uh, from a trade-up to number three. Then Aaron Banks uh, in the second. Trey Sim, um, Sermon from Ohio State in the third. And then they, they took offensive linemen. One offensive lineman, a pair of secondary members, and a running back. Later in the draft... <laughs> Trey lance was a good pick. Trey lance was a lot better than mac Jones, um and i was happy i did predict that right i was up what was i i was up uh i was okay i was up three to one oh. three to two when you got that draft <laughs> which is not a big deal at all uh, then
1: so, i got the pitch right we were all tied up again
0: so it was it was i like them the mock draft i'm kinda, i'm already kind of excited to do it next year because i want to win next year. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was disappointed uh, that we got a tie. Even if you won, I just wanted some closure. <laughs> just, just wanted a winner. I didn't even care if I lost. I just wanted someone to win. Wasn't in it for the tie.
0: Anyway, you know, back to the draft. Back. So, um, so I, can, I, was, I could draft good. So, I don't know. It just seems like it, it doesn't fit well. Because, you know, they drafted Lance, and Lance is, as someone everyone says, he's not exactly totally correct So, that's fine. But you draft these offensive linemen, like, and after a second, running back in the third. Are you are you trying to run the ball? Are you trying to throw the ball? Because Trey Lance is like it's a big arm guy who you can attempt to. You know, like Justin Herbert's not not a player comparison as he said before, but a player that is having a similar story when they're coming into the league, being called not ready to play, and they're probably going to come in at some point, and in all likelihood. I mean, I would expect him to play at a relatively high level. Um, so if, if that's what you're expecting, then why are you, draft, you why are you investing two picks in running backs, two picks in offensive linemen? The offensive linemen are to because uh, for the to get going, once the, that would happen. So that's fair. you want to get off at. It was just seemed weird. I feel like you're gonna have a higher uh, 49ers draft grade. So it good. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna change it to a B-. minus is a little hard. To change it. Um, yeah. Seahawks, Seahawks three picks. Did they have a first round pick and they traded out, or they just not have a first round? Pick?
1: They did not have a first round pick this year because of the Jamal Adams trade. They had little
0: and um, you know, it, it's interesting. they drafted a wide receiver with their first, with their second round pick, uh, Dwayne Askridge from Western really Michigan. Fun
1: fact about Dwayne no, Eskridge? I, Dwayne Askridge is a Nazarene.
0: Maybe we'll see Maybe you know what else? going he, he plays slot wide, which is where Tyler Lock used to play. So I don't know what they're doing. There, I guess I'm just gonna kick Lockett, Tyler Lockett out of the slot because you know he only is the number one PFF graded slot. Like, um, following you, you draft Trey Brown in the fourth, a cornerback, and then the stone <laughs> foresight. Yeah, offensive attack in the, of the sixth round. Stone foresight. Stone foresight, maybe <laughs> this is the definition of a tough draft when you have three picks, it's hard to grade it. Um, so I gave them a D. plus. <laughs> <Yeesh>. <laughs> i do i don't like the one pick the other two picks i don't know anything about them it's like you just don't have no you know what that's that's maybe i should, i've been switching my drafts up
1: if you want to give them a, a d plus him,
0: you can give them a d plus i won't stop i'm gonna give them a c minus that sounds that doesn't sound as harsh you know you can't blame them for picks you can't blame them for not having um but is, you can't blame them you know,
1: for trading away all their picks though
0: but yeah that, that's um now under the 49ers the so you one get that the rams, I mean, the rams have the right draft grade but I don't have the players I have had a Seamus now I'm not sure if that's actually what I meant to put or whatever I, I, can, t-
1: I, was t- I can tell you them if you want the receiver two, two at well really the only notable there's um, where are they Rams you know linebacker they loaded up on defense after that I went linebacker defensive tackle corner defensive end outside linebacker so they got a bunch of defense vendors and they got a tight end running back and a receiver after that another receiver
0: Yes, I would was call that reputable? Uh, cause I I was copying and pasting uh, from the NFL website, and I noticed I did this, so I hit the back arrow, and I went back, and I put the Rams thing back in. But maybe I uh, messed up like when I hit the arrows on Google Docs or something. Cause it has the 49ers draft pasted in there, and I so I know the Rams did draft. <laughs> yeah. So let's see.
1: So, my NFC West, Seattle, I gave him a C plus. Um, I actually before I learned that Dwayne Eskridge was an Azurein, I was actually a Dwayne Eskridge fan, not because I knew anything about him before the draft, but just watching when I watched the draft and when I watched the tape that they put up, he just like looks like such a fun dude. Like he looks like a very fun player. Dwayne Eskridge does. They were two two out, well, they were drafted like right like very similar, like very close to each other, but I, I don't know. I like Dwayne Eskridge. Um, and I mean, how can you not root for an offensive lineman named Stone? Like, come on. Stone Forsyth. That's like the coolest name in the NFL, maybe. Um but yeah, C-plus for Seattle. Not amazing, but I like the draft. Um, Rams, C-minus. Not a good draft. 2-2 Outwell was an interesting receiver. He may start. We'll see. Deshaun Jackson probably will. But they drafted two dudes named Ernest. Ernest Jones and Ernest Brown. Interesting. Um, Drafted a backup tight end. Running back. A second wide receiver. Yeah, it wasn't a good draft for the Rams. Nothing too interesting. They're just loading up on defense to try to um, undo what they previously did, which is how uh, top-heavy they are with no depth defensively uh, now that they're losing. Players lost John Johnson, lost Troy Hill, lost Michael Brockers. They're uh, loading up on just trying to load up on depth. So I respect it, but it's nothing interesting. C minus C for Arizona. I didn't like the draft. I as well thought Zayvon Collins was a reach. Um, I would have rather had Jamin Davis than Zayvon Collins. I you know obviously JOK I would rather have than Zayvon, but I just didn't think Zayvon, that, that was a good, that's I do not think that's a good place for Zayvon. Um, I I like the Rondale Moore pick personally. I think that even if he doesn't start, I think AJ Green is at that age and that skill level that um, he's going to miss games like you're not going to get 17 games out of AJ Green I just don't think it's going to happen and I think you have to have another receiver and I you know I thought Indy Isabella could potentially be that guy but if they don't believe in Indy Isabella they think they need to bring in Rondale Moore I'm all for it I think he's solid Marco Wilson may start uh, with Byron Murphy and Malcolm Butler. Um not not a you know, some depth pieces, but I just didn't like the Zayvon Collins pick at all. Um and then San Francisco, I went B plus for San Francisco. I thought Trey Lance was a was a pretty good pick. I, I'm I'm a Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, truther. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty solid Q B, but I understand why you want to bring in another guy. Um I thought hey, there were better offensive linemen available than Aaron Bank. Um I like the Trey Sermon pick. Well this was the team I was talking about. They drafted Trey Sermon and then like the seventh round drafted Eli Mitchell, a different running back. So so it's, it's just like, I don't know. Trey Summer was a top five running back on my board. It's just, they're so running back loaded, you know? It's just strange. They're always so running back loaded. It's not interesting. But Ambry Thomas, I don't mind. It's just yeah, a B-plus kind of draft. You know, Trey Lance was good, but I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I felt like you gave up a watt trade up to the number three pick. But it is what it is. I wasn't an Aaron Banks fan, but um, C-plus for Seattle, C-minus for the Rams, C for Arizona, and a B-plus for San Francisco. And we round out our 24-team grind mega episode of the drafts bam, bam. That, was, that was tough but after I that
0: I feel like I, I that, that wasn't actually right? that bad I think I'd be pretty good. And I think our, our draft grades they turned up um, yeah. but uh, you guys are insulted if I guess thought your draft was better than ours. Go go to the Instagram, Colton and Joshua Instagram Colton and Joshua with periods in between each word. Yeah dropping for ideas. Mm-hmm. But, um
1: so, yeah yeah it'll be um, up tomorrow go hit us up hit us up with your with your opinions and hit us up with any uh, th- anything you want to see any ideas something that you guys want to see let us know we're up with a suggestion out here yours is, nice. is, is is I predicted the the blazers to take to take it over the nuggets and the nuggets I beat think, them and then there's another yeah, one I got wrong I, I predicted <laughs> Knicks over Hawks and you I think you got that series right. You know, all signs are pointing towards the Knicks. They, they matched up so well, and it just didn't work out. Julius Randle couldn't couldn't make a basket if his life depended on it. It was, it was a rough rough series for New York. I was
0: pretty sure I got the Portland one wrong, because Dame was playing so well, and I really thought he was going to be able to pull it out for him.
1: It was so sad when I see Dame drop 55 points and 10 assists and still lose. That's when you yeah, know that's your that's team is at rock that's bottom. Crazy. I heard say that. Mm-hmm. A half. I heard that. Yeah. Dame to the Bulls speak it into existence but well maybe well after our 24 teams i'm a little tired I'm not gonna cap it's 1 a.m big day tomorrow I gotta get my uh like four hours of sleep before i have to get up i'm only gonna sleep for like four hours and go freaking play basketball for eight hours right not not but hey then i'll just sleep for like 12 hours because it's summer and i don't have to worry about it oh shoot no i can't because it's sunday the next day and i still got to be up early hmm that that church grind is still there. We, we don't stop the grind, any grind. Uh, but in our parting, do you have any any closing words? And you have to say it. it is Friday, so you have to have to say it before we get off. I put the Warriors in number two. That's kind of bandwagon, but I respect
0: it. I like I like Curry a lot. I said I like Curry today, and like Holy, um, right, I guess it's rightful, but
1: uh, I, like I guess Curry. it's okay. Curry. It's probably my favorite uh, point. Well, it's close between Curry and Dame. It's very
0: close. Either way, um, it was an interesting list. We uh, maybe we'll go over that at some point because you guys like the NBA. Hopefully, you guys like the NBA episode. It performed pretty well. NBA is on right now. A lot of people like either way you know of course it is this this wonderful weekend you know, we missed memorial day weekend saying this so this has got to make up for it because uh that can obviously stank without us you know the colton and joe show episode, you know, i hope that the colton this colton and joe show episode acts as has the perfect sake it was awesome We your life obviously Yes, obviously we do have that. I just, i'll say so i'll say it again My son absolutely destroyed it since that book. Well, you know I'm just kidding. you got some
1: time off from school a little less stress on the brain chilling out it'll all come back to you all oh. I'll come back to you but um yep late night good episode let us know what you want to see let us know what you want to hear comment on the Instagram hit us up you know where to find us all the socials Um we're everywhere nowadays so without further ado